When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Jeff Billard, and you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. You are listening to Audio Drama in a Darker Shade at darkerprojects.com. And now our feature presentation. Darker Projects presents Tales from the Museum, a miniseries written by Charles Russell, starring Perry Whittle as Keith Nash. They were a well-behaved crowd, but quite excited just the same. I could see the same hopeful glow in each of their eyes, that sparkle that says, I want to believe. I folded my arms and leaned back against the wall to watch the show, and tried my best to keep a straight face. Hello? Hello? May I have your attention, please? Is this, is this thing on? Okay. Hello? Hi, and thank you. Greetings, fellow psychic investigators. On behalf of the New South Psychic Investigator Society, I welcome each of you to the third annual Haunted Museum Tour. I cannot believe Pierpoint is letting this happen. Are you kidding? Do you know how much money these people are paying for this? A lot, I'm sure. As some of you know, 
Our first expedition consisted of 15 of us. In the second expedition, we had 50 researchers. Yeah. Tonight, there are over 75 of us, including a TV news crew. The management of this museum has asked me to remind each of you to stay within your assigned groups during the tour and your assigned research area. Yeah, mm -hmm. we can't have another incident like last year. No, <laughs> that would be bad. Uh, incident? Ouija board team on the roof. It's a long story. Hey, guys. Casey, well, don't you look dapper in your I Survived the Haunted Museum tour t-shirt. It glows in the dark, too. Boss, I need a favor, a really big favor. Let's hear it. Okay, I'm with Group 5 over there. You see those two goth girls? The twins? Uh-huh, Harmony and Joy. They do tarot cards. Anyway, they are, like, really into spiders. They have spider tattoos on their arms, even. Would you be upset if I cut them from the herd later on and took them through the arachnid room? I was thinking they might get a charge if I introduced them to Penelope. Just don't let her get out of her cage. You know how she gets. Thanks, boss. Hey, ladies. Penelope? Our giant tarantula. Big, hairy, and ugly. I walked in there a few days ago. She was snacking on a chihuahua. Ew! The doors will be locking in 15 minutes at midnight. They will reopen tomorrow morning at 7.30, right after breakfast. Oh, and the big news this year, the blackout. That's right. It's confirmed the lights in the museum will go out for one hour tonight. This will make a zone with minimal electronic interference. Hmm, isn't that magnificent? I know, right? So, everybody mangle and get to know each other. Remember, whether skeptic or believer, we're all stuck together for the next seven and a half hours. And there's no telling what you might bump into tonight. Now, everybody have fun. I'll be here if you need me. Thanks. Mr. Nash, a word please. Oh, good evening, Dr. Mancuso. Mr. Nash, is everything in readiness? Absolutely. I have two staff people with each group and people on patrol in the hallways. I have the secure areas cordoned off and I was even able to cash in a favor and get two EMTs standing by downstairs. Oh, excellent. And the breakfast buffet? Just got off the phone with the caterer. There'll be hot beverages, juices, and an assortment of vegetarian and non-vegetarian foods. Mr. Nash, you must have been a wedding planner in a previous life. If you had been here last year, we wouldn't have had to go to McDonald's. Well, last year I was still a cop. Oh, good-looking, organized, a hint of danger. I like that. Mm. Oh, Vanessa. Vanessa, I need to speak with you. Helene, please don't ever leave me alone with that woman. <laughs> what? You don't like the crazy mystic woman? Let's change the subject. What about those clay tablets the Smithsonian sent you? You still translating? I was right. It's a different version of Gilgamesh, but without Enkidu. That's smart person talk again, isn't it? I have to finish up my report and hand those tablets over to the courier in the morning. Speaking of that blackout, you're sure the lights stay on in my building, right? The East Wing won't be affected, just the museum proper and the annex. 
The offices and the labs will be safe and illuminated. Excellent. We'll see you at breakfast. Does Marla know the caterers you hired are all ex-cons? Doesn't mean that they can't put out a fine buffet. Besides, they're a legit startup business and they need the work. Righto. See you in the morning. All right, people. The tours will be starting in 20 minutes. Check your rosters and start rounding your groups up. I want this smooth and by the numbers. All right, folks, 15 minutes to zero hour. All groups check in now. Group one, we're setting up in the main gallery. All present accounted for. Group two, the techno geeks are entering the auditorium now. All present and accounted for. Group three here, sir, in the arboretum. All present and accounted for. Group four, group and TV crew accounted for in the archive. Group five, Wickle. Everybody sit tight. The clock is running. Going dark in five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now running on emergency lights for one hour. Emergency traffic only on the radios. Here's hoping nothing happens. What the? Mr. Nash, Mr. Nash, please come to the second floor gallery and please hurry. went out. This happened. I can't. I can't. Hadrian! Hadrian! Help me! I'm calling the EMTs. No. Don't, Don't worry. worry. She's, She's fine. Hey, Adrian? Is that you? Hello, Mala. It's a pleasure to finally speak with you. <clears throat> what just happened? My name's Angie. She's a channeler. Spirits speak through her. She has an unbelievable talent. She's been in touch with Adrian here for about three weeks now. She's a natural. You shouldn't have brought her. When the lights went out, she was hit with a flood of voices at once. Angie's still inexperienced. She couldn't guard herself. Good thing you dragged her in here, Mala. There's no ethereal action in this room. None? Well, there is a ghost cat in that corner over there, but he's just a cat. And where is Angie? I guess you could say that she's in the back of her own mind. Don't worry, she's okay. She knows what's going on. I can't make her body do something she doesn't want it to. Help me up, Mr. Nash. Thank you. So this joint really is haunted. Some of us are not insane. Mr. Nash, there are numerous spirits living here. This building has been many things, hasn't it? A hospital, a school, an office building, now a museum. The ghosts are from overlapping time frames. They have different levels of awareness, but it was strange. Most of the voices, they weren't begging or asking for anything. They were trying to tell her something. 
Something important. What? I don't know. It was about something under the foundation. Mr. Nash, you wouldn't have happened to have access to the building blueprints, would you? Uh, well, the originals were lost, but I do have some copies that were pieced together a few years ago. They're in my office. That might work. Nash here. Sir, we might have something weird going on here. The computer nerds with all the electronic gear, they say that there was just a, a major spike in the ambient level of bioelectromagnetic activity. Right now they're scanning the auditorium for temperature fluctuations. Keep me posted. Adrienne, would you know anything about, uh, hmm, Mala? Should she look like that? Like what? Like she's in a trance. Oh, Adrienne stepped out for a minute. She's gonna see what she could find out. Mr. Nash, you seem very accepting of all of this. You strike me as someone who, well, should be a serious skeptic. Ma'am, I've been here for six months. In those six months, I've seen and experienced a few things that just don't make sense. There are several people like that here. I'm just glad we're not all crazy. Oh, you're not crazy. Not yet. There's a man. He's buried beneath this building. He's screaming. He's so alone. He doesn't even remember his name. That's what the other ghosts are trying to tell Angie. They wanted her to help him because- What kind of help? Well, there are several ways to become disembodied or entrapped. You can pass away during certain astronomical cycles. You can pass away with unfinished business. You can experience a true tragedy. He doesn't remember what happened. The others say that he has always been down there, screaming. He's begging for help. He's screaming louder now. He knows I can hear him. The others want to help him, but they can't. Why not? He is under the building, beneath the foundation. Mm. The others, they dare not go down. There's something else down oh, there. Boy. A presence. Something ancient. Something trapped uh -huh. there. It's evil. It's ancient. Oh. They told me it was something so old, so evil. It can't be described. So what do we need to do? We need to go downstairs and find the screaming man. We have to find him and release him. Now! Can we wait for the lights to come back on? No! The Devourer is growing in strength. Apparently the lights in the building have been keeping it at bay. If it breaks loose of whatever is holding it down there, everybody in this building will be at risk. Ah, figures. Mala, you know where all the groups are. Go circulate and keep an eye on things. Adrienne, let's grab a couple flashlights.
All aboard. Express elevator to the bowels of the building. Nervous? Yes. Yes, I am. You? Of course I am. Is our friend still screaming? More like he's weeping. He knows we're coming, but he's afraid we won't find him. Man, I kill for a smoke right now. And the other thing? It's still there. Waiting. I can't tell where. I can sense it, though. Here we are. Good. The emergency lights are on. It's still very dark. What do you say we find him and get out? Good plan. Uh, That was the furnace, I hope. Come on, let's make this fast. Yes. He's down this hall. Poor man. He's weeping. Here. Here, he's behind this door. I can hear him. Storage 2B. Here we go. This should be it. Group 2 calling Nash. Come in, please. Nash, what is it? Me again, sir. The computer nerds just read another electromagnetic spike. They're also saying that there is an 8 degree temperature variance in the center of the auditorium. This is Group 1. Hey, look. Uh, for what it's worth, I've got a medium here who keeps telling me that something is blocking her reception. Groups 3, 4, and 5, check in. Anything happening? No, sir. All units, keep me posted. Concerned? Oh, the auditorium is directly above us. Let's find our screamer. It's hard to see in this room. He's here, right here, under the floor. We have to get him out. How? This is thick concrete. Well, we just have to crack it. I think any size opening will do. I'll be right back. Where are you going? Out here. There's a tool lock. Aha! One sledgehammer. Where? Right here. The floor, right here. Please hurry. He's in agony. Is there anything left of this guy? No, just a spirit trace. Again. Hit it again. He's almost free. That him? Yes, he's free. He says thank you. He says, look out! Emergency! Emergency! Any radio unit, respond. This is Nash. All units, respond. The door won't hold it! It's coming through! I need someone to get to the breaker room and throw the switch for the basement lights. Someone, respond. What happened? Oh, the lights came on. Are you down here? We're in the storage room. Casey was trying to call you on the walkie-talkies. You didn't answer, so he called me. I found Marla, and she told me that... What happened to the door? It looks like a truck hit it. Would you believe something ancient and evil? Uh, business as usual, you mean.
Mr. Nash, may I speak with you? Sure, come on in. Just knock that stuff out of the chair. But are you Angie or Adrienne? I'm Angie. I won't be long. I just wanted to thank you. Thank you for everything. For last night. You didn't have to take any part of it seriously. Like I told Mala, I'm just happy to know I'm not crazy. You've had doubts? Angie, I was in the Gulf War. I was an undercover narcotics cop. I've actually had people try to kill me, but I was always a survivor. But this place, it can get to you. Apparently I belong to the sad group of people who can see and hear some of the things in this place. Sometimes these images get into my head. <laughs> you know, there's this broom closet just down the hall. <laughs> I can't even bring myself to touch the doorknob. Good thing. Adrian told me that someone was murdered in there back in 1893. Thank you for sharing. Well, Adrian wanted me to tell you that the ghosts in the building mean no harm. Except for that thing in the basement. Ugh, that's what I'm typing up. I want a backup generator on those lights down there. And we also wanted you to know that if you need any help, Mullen is where to reach us. Adrian? I'm glad to hear that. Like I said, this place... We know. We have to go. Mullen's waiting. Before you go, can I ask you a question? Since you're my first ghost. If it's too personal, just say so. Sure. What were you before you died? I died in a car wreck. Fort Lauderdale in 1964. I was on my way to work. I was on the evening shift at Chess Mayhem a go-go. You were a go-go dancer? I was a headliner. <laughs> we'll see you around. Hello, Dr. Mancuso. Well, Nash, I just handed those tablets over to the courier. How about walking me to my car, big boy? No problem. Hey, I didn't know you smoked. I don't. Gave it up years ago. What's that, a matchbook? It says, Girls, 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 Shay Mayhem a Go-Go, Downtown Fort Lauderdale. Where did you find this? It's a gift from uh, someone I met last night. You've been listening to Tales from the Museum, Episode 4, Beneath the Foundation, written by Charles Russell. Featured in the cast were Perry Whittle as Keith Nash, Alistair Stewart as Casey, Amanda Fitzwater as Dr. Helene Mancuso, M. Sierra Garcia as Mala Monroe, and April Smith as Angie Monroe and Adrian. Additional voices by Colin Snow, Zach Fester, M.J. Cogburn, 
and Paul Cartwright. Original music composed by Joey Stuckey and Kevin McLeod. The series is produced by Ellie Hirschman. Post-production by MJ Cockburn. The executive producer for Darker Projects is Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production. Darker Projects cannot be held responsible for any abnormal psychic phenomena that may occur during the playback of this episode. Hi there. Do you like science fiction and fantasy? Well, you're in luck. Wednesday Wonders is the mutual audio feed that has all things to do with the world of the unknown. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed every day for amazing audio, or you can find the Wednesday Wonders for all of your sci-fi and fantasy needs in your favorite podcast player. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.